Welcome to Human Dreaming, the podcast for curious dreamers. I'm your host, Britt Shefflin. Hannah Plourd is an intuitive business mentor and human design expert. She helps spiritual entrepreneurs elevate their business by aligning with their human design. Hannah's entrepreneurial journey began when she lost her full-time job and her home. She and her partner were forced to move in with a friend for a few months as they got back on their feet. It was at one of her lowest points when Hannah decided to start a business. Now, Hannah has more time and freedom to live her dream while helping others do the same. Hannah Plourd, welcome to Human Dreaming. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's delightful to have you here, and I just have so many questions because I know nothing about human design. So first things first, let's um, learn a little bit about that. Can you give us the, the synopsis, the bullet points of what human design is and how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So human design is a combination of a lot of different practices and spiritual practices. Um, it takes things from astrology, from chakras, um, from the, there's so much to it. Uh, but basically you put your, uh, your birth time, your birth date, and the location of where you were born into this calculator and it generates this thing called a body graph. And it has, it looks like a human and it shows your centers, which are the same as the chakras, and there's lots of gates and stuff and lines going between each center. And it looks very confusing when you're first getting into it, but it's very complex. And whether you're just looking at the surface or diving in deep, you'll still learn something. I describe it as a lost instruction manual for how to live your life that went lost when you were born. So we were all born in alignment and, um, as society, as we grew up, society has shifted and shaped us and, brought us away from our alignment because each human being is very unique. And so human design will teach you how to get back into alignment with lots of different tools. Um, the very basics is the energetic type, which you might've heard of generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. Um, there's, it will tell you how to get into alignment, what feelings you'll have specifically for you when you're in alignment. Um, there's your incarnation cross, which tells you your life purpose. Um, there's a profile, which tells you how consciously and subconsciously you operate on a day-to-day -day basis. There's so much to it, um, but very generally, it tells you how to use your energy so that you're feeling aligned and refreshed and in your high frequency and uh, emotions every single day. Wow, that sounds really fascinating. I, if I wanted to learn my human design profile, or if mm -hmm. I wanted to learn more about it, what would I do and how, what would that look like? I'll be honest, there's kind of a learning curve with human design because like I mentioned, there's so many parts to it. So if you wanted just to learn the very basic uh, components of it, you can get your chart for free. I have a place on my website where you can get it for free, but if you just Google human design chart, there'll be plenty of options for you to get it. Um, and then from there, I'd really recommend just looking at the big three, very similar to your astrology, but your big three in human design is your energetic type, your strategy, 
and your inner authority. And so if you just look at those three things alone, you'll learn a whole lot about yourself and how you should be operating in the world. Um, and then once you start learning about it, you get hooked and you really, you can't unlearn it. <laughs> then human design will start popping up everywhere in your life. At least my own experience has been that way. Oh, that's cool. It sounds like a really ultra detailed personality type, um, you know, in addition to all of the other things that you mentioned with getting tools and ways that you can and maybe should feel. Um, so where on your website would we be able to find it? I, of course, will have everything in the show notes, but just for those listening. Yeah, so you can go to uh, my website. It's www.hannaplord.com. And if you do slash get my chart, that will bring you to the human design um, free place to get your chart. Um, if you just go to the homepage, there's also a bunch of buttons there as well that will bring you to the same page. Awesome. Thank you. I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds really, really interesting. Yeah. Is, I'm interested in everything subconscious. So any places that I can find more information about the subconscious mind, its motivations, how it works, what it's taking in and, and outputting, that is all really interesting to me. You'll love this then. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm excited I, for you. I assume the rest of my audience as well, because that's pretty much what I talk about endlessly. <laughs> it's Very all cool. the stuff that comes from the subconscious mind, including dreams. Um, yeah of which you provided a couple of very incredible dreams. And before we dive into those, I'm just curious though, do you keep a dream journal? I actually don't. And that's something that I've been like telling myself I should do. When I have a like very profound dream, I'm sure we'll talk about the two that I, I submitted to you. I will write them down, but more often than not, I just remember them and I really should start uh, recording my dreams more. Diving right into the dreams, you had two dreams and we kind of broke them down previous to our conversation here, but is it okay if I read them for the audience and then we can talk about what, how they break down into their different components? Yeah, absolutely. Great. So the soulmate dream goes... Before my partner and I started dating, we were just friends and honestly, not that close. I was currently dating someone else and it ended very poorly. We were working a seasonal job and were off for the winter. One night, out of the blue, I had a dream where I desperately had to get to Hawaii, where my partner was. The entire dream, I felt extremely anxious and desperate to get to him. I flew to Hawaii and then searched every corner of the island that I could to find him. When I finally found him, we ran into each other's arms as if we were dating for years. I woke up extremely flustered and confused because I had honestly never thought of him that way. I listened to my dreams though, so then made it my mission to get close to him. Within a month being back to work, we were dating and we've been together for four years now and still going strong. So, wow. Yeah. Talk about <laughs> a powerful dream. Yes. There are a few really interesting elements about this dream to me from an analysis side, but um, is there anything else that you would like to add about that dream before we dive into the breaking it down part? The only thing I would add is that I very rarely remember my dreams 
And so when I do, they're usually like these insane, they're not your classic, just, you know, I was at a mall shopping or I was delivering a speech at school and I got nervous and I had to picture everyone naked. I'm, it's usually very like weird, profound things that happen to me. I'm very intuitive. I use my intuition as part of, it helps me uh, do my business, uh, you know, helping others find their intuition as well. And so when I have dreams like that, I always try to figure it out. And I'm just doing that based on my own, you know, gut feelings and common sense and, you know, kind of like analyzing it, how I feel like it went down or what's going on. But I've never had someone with experience in dream, dream psychology and all of that, um, break this down for me. So I'm very excited. Yeah. And that's actually a really important note, which is that ultimately you are the one who comes to the conclusion. Like I write a summary of what all the parts come together as, but really the, the method is designed for the dreamer to be able to understand their own dreams in their mm -hmm. own way. Um, so all this does is it takes other elements besides just the symbology because like oftentimes when when we're breaking down dreams or people are talking about dreams they're talking purely about the symbology and what are the symbols in the dream so this kind of gives just some other tools of ways for you to look at it and yeah. so if anything i write doesn't seem accurate to your understanding or your intuition of it then by all means, absolutely let me know and we can make an adjustment on those notes. So the dream type is um, releasing slash reinforcing and those dreams tend as a, um, I don't want to say a rule because it's not a rule, but as a guideline to occur within the two to three hours before waking. And this one was more reinforcing, especially because of the way and the emotion that the dream ended on, where you just knew your purpose. And so it's reinforcing of something that your subconscious already knew. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. And the subtype would be future slash present. So it was about something that your subconscious already knew in the present moment, but it was pushing that emotion out into the future a little bit. And that's an unusual subtype, like 90% of the time, the subtype is usually just strictly about the present or the very recent past, things that you're processing, new habits you've developed, things like that. So um, that was a really cool one because it's highly unusual to have predictive elements in a releasing and reinforcing dream. Interesting. I'm excited to be able to be an example for you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really cool. I'm not sure I've come across that one, that particular configuration yet. Um, and one of the main questions that we ask before we go any further with an analysis is, is it a physiological, physiologically trigger, triggered dream or is it a psychologically triggered dream? And this one, whenever you have a really intricate storyline like that with a really clear emotional arc and um, you know almost like a hero's journey type thing that is embedded into the subconscious of every human you it's a pretty clear indication that it's a psychological dream which means that it does have meaning and is valuable to continue interpreting cool interesting yeah so the emotions, um, you were, you had desperation at the beginning and middle of the dream, and then an overwhelming sense of relief at the end. We didn't talk about exactly how you felt 
after the stream when you went through that, but do you think that those emotions mirrored what your experience was of realizing that you needed to get closer to this person and then finding a sense of relief when you were on the same page? Yeah, so like I mentioned to you, I hadn't really thought about him that way. We were friends, we were close. I, for some reason, felt very drawn to him always. Um, but when I had that dream, I literally woke up and was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I never, like, what? And so I like, I remember like sitting there, like I woke up in bed sitting there being like, okay, what just happened? Did I really experience that? What does that mean? And then funnily enough, like the next day he had sent me a message. It was like, things were just lining up perfectly. Um, and I definitely, I don't know if I felt the like anxiety and um desperation mm -hmm. at first um i i was like i said getting out of a really bad relationship and so i'm almost wondering if like that was the anxiety and the desperation and me trying to get away from that mm -hmm. and finding somewhere where i feel peaceful and at home um i definitely felt that relief once we started dating I, it felt like it was meant to be and it still does um so i i would agree to an extent yeah what you said. no that's good and i appreciate that note because like i said and this is why it's so important for the dreamer to really give the feedback and the understanding because you're the only one who knows why you have those emotions so right yeah that's really good and you're able to separate it into what you were when you were feeling that specific emotion at that point in your life so um that's a, a great addition hopefully people are following along so far um the literal aspect of the dream was that it was self and present slash near future and about your near your partner your current partner self meaning that the dream was about you you weren't somebody else the dream wasn't about somebody else it was focused on you um symbolic I wrote Hawaii with a question mark because I wasn't sure if you actually flew to Hawaii in waking life or if you just waited to meet up until after. So I technically didn't fly to Hawaii um, in the time before we started dating, but since then we have traveled and vacationed in Hawaii and we have lots of friends in Hawaii now. Um, so if anything, it'd be like a predicting the future type of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I guess symbolic and literal at the same time. That's, that's yeah. And I wrote um, some keywords and phrases that popped out to me were find him, get to him, searched and together for years, partially because those came up elsewhere. Well, they were emphasized, but then they also came up elsewhere, like together for years. Like you had been, you've been together for four years now which mm -hmm. I thought was really cool that it, that had come up in the dream. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the fun things about keywords and phrases, and that all comes from the subconscious as well, is whenever you're writing something, it it is coming up from your subconscious. Cool. And unless you're really super slowly, deliberately writing, it's hard to write anything coming purely from the frontal lobe, everything is kind of just coming up out of your subconscious. And that's one of the reasons right. why handwriting is so such a subconscious act. But um, so the conclusion that 
I wrote on here, and again, with the new information, we might have to adjust this a little bit, but I wrote, this stream is highly literal, very little symbology, um, which I thought was cool because a lot of times people's dreams are so overwhelmingly symbolic, they have a hard time finding any parts of the dream that are literal or understanding how to tease it out, which is, if all dreams were like this, it would be a lot easier for people to interpret them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it is very literal, which again, kind of like your dream subtype of it projecting a bit into the, the near future is pretty unusual. That doesn't happen super often. Um, it seems like a predictive dream and it does have predictive elements, but it's actually mostly a reinforcing dream. And the reason why I'm positing that is that your subconscious somehow already knew how he made you feel. And yeah. it hadn't come up to your conscious mind, but somehow your subconscious mind knew that he was a safe place and a happy place and that you needed to get there somehow, which I think is really, really incredibly beautiful um, safety mechanism that you had built in there. I love it. Yeah, I definitely agree that the subconscious knew what was going on the entire time and was like, wake up, yeah. come on, yeah. get the wheels rolling. Exactly. I love that. Um, okay, so the spirit guide dream, which is also pretty incredible. Um, I'll just read that out loud. I was feeling pretty low at the time and I had this incredible dream one night. It started with me and some other people who I didn't recognize standing on top of a VW, VW van surrounded by lava. It was clear that we were all going to die. One girl who sparkled and had beautiful curly goddess hair, she was stunning, turned to me and grabbed my hand and said, I can save you, but you have to trust me. Do you have a penny? I nodded and she pressed the penny in my hand. She said, close your eyes and trust. So I did, and I suddenly felt wind, and she said, open your eyes. We were now on a beach, not about to die, and the people around us were in 70s attire. I asked, what happened? Where are we? She said, I could only transport you via the date on the penny. What year was on the penny? The penny said 1972. I was someone teleported to the year 1972. There was more that happened in the dream, but that was the craziest part. And 1972 has no significance to me that I know of. So again, that's really cool dream. Um, yeah. <laughs> dream, dream type I put as releasing, reinforcing. That one I think might be a little bit more on the releasing end of the spectrum. And that is more when you're processing things and your subconscious mind is venting out or letting go of things that it doesn't really need to hang on to anymore. It's kind of making more space for new data, essentially, or new emotions or new habits, whatever it needs space for. Yeah. Um, again, a psychological dream. And the emotions you wrote, fear at the beginning, doubt and panic during the middle and relief and shock at the end the literal aspects were self and the present day or very recent past. Um, and we can talk about that to kind of confirm or deny. 
Um, symbolic would, aspects would be the VW, lava, time travel, penny, etc. And the conclusion I wrote was a releasing and reinforcing dream and to dig into the emotional arc to find the source of the dream. So the source of the dream, I don't know how long ago you had this spirit guide dream, but if you could think back to when you had it, is there anything like roughly around that time period that made you feel fear, doubt, panic, and then relief and shock or surprise? Yeah. So this was actually over the summer, I believe, or at least spring. It was this year, well, this past year. Um, and I was at a pivotal point in my business. I was actually going through a transition where I was um, becoming more spiritual with my business coaching. So I was transitioning from like very masculine, strict strategy-based business coaching to more the human design stuff, uh, astrology and uh, mindfulness techniques to build a business. Um, and I know for a fact at that time, I was doubting myself a lot. I was doubting my abilities as a coach. I was doubting like my potential, I was doubting everything. <laughs> Self-doubt was at an all-time high then. Um, I was also feeling like almost like I was behind, like other people were succeeding, all my peers were succeeding, and I was kind of like watching and just wishing that would happen to me. And so there was a lot of doubt, there was a lot of fear of like, well, what if I fail? What if this happens and then that happens and lots of what ifs and all that. Um, and I might be getting ahead of myself here, but I remember when I had the dream, I felt very comforted, comforted because I I felt like it was my brain or, or someone saying like, no, you've got this, keep going, keep trusting yourself and it will work. Um, and it has <laughs> since then. Yeah. Oh, that was the thing. I didn't write down keywords and phrases, but as I was reading it, one really stood out to me, which was close your eyes and trust. Yeah. That seems like as good a message as any <laughs> coming out of that dream. Yeah, for sure. I, have been working very hard doing a lot of inner work of releasing the control of the the path and the progress and what things look like to reach that end goal and just trying to accept that it will happen i don't know what it's going to look like it doesn't matter what it's going to look like but it will i will get there i just need to close my eyes and trust so that's been something i've been working on a lot i love that that's a really beautiful dream and a beautiful message which does bring me to ask you a question about your business. You had mentioned that you had gone through this rough patch, a tough period, and you had a moment of faith to build this business and get it going. And then it kind of took off. So can you tell me a little bit about that and, and what the circumstances were? Yeah. So I actually started my business uh, in a completely different role. I was a service provider doing social media marketing um, when I very first began. And I had a lot of success pretty quickly. Within six months, I had doubled my income from my full-time job that I had lost, um, but something didn't feel right. And I've mentioned many times, I'm very intuitive. So when something fails off, I listen to that feeling and I did a lot of self-reflection and 
finally decided that I, I needed to be in a more leadership role where I was helping people and impacting people and helping them achieve their dreams too, because I felt like I was achieving my dreams, but I wasn't really impacting others to do it the same. Um, so then I pivoted to coaching and that's where the rough patch happened because the first time I started my business, I had success so quickly. So I expected the same thing to happen. And that just wasn't the case. Um, I was feeling really low. I started doubting myself, doubting my abilities, thinking like it was a fluke that I even succeeded the first time. I don't know what was going on. Um, and then actually that dream that we were just talking about was a very pivotal moment where I, I decided I needed to really buckle down, do the inner work, get over these fears, get over these limiting beliefs. Um, and then I actually took three weeks off to do that and only that. No going on like the computer, no going on social media, just listening to my body and working on my inner, you know, inner work. And once I went back to my business with this new philosophy, this new inspiration and faith, it was like a light switch was flipped. I went from like not having people reach out to me, my engagement being really slow on social media to suddenly DM like inbox, my inbox is overflowing. And there are people left and right asking to work with me that I had no idea even knew I existed. Um, and now it just keeps growing, 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 which is really exciting. That is incredibly exciting. And close your eyes and trust. I love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Did you find that implementing human design for yourself was a catalyst to that? Yeah. So I've been like, I've known about human design for the last two years or so. Um, but I only looked at it through the lens of my life. Um, more of like a personal development type thing, like a self-help, um, like a tool for self-help. And I, for some reason, and this is kind of like a smack myself in the face moment, I never thought to look at it for helping my business. And so during those three weeks where I was doing the inner work and really reflecting and questioning everything that I was doing, I looked at my human design and I realized I was doing things that was out of alignment for my human design. I was trying to fit in with everyone else, copy what everyone else was doing because that was working for them, but it doesn't work for me. I need to be unique. I need to make up my own ideas. And not that I was copying like content, but you know, I was just trying to fit the mold of everyone else and do what they do. Um, but human design realize a lot of human design for me has been helping me accept who I am. Um, and it helps my clients do the same because it, unlike astrology, there aren't like a negative type or there's no like bad part of your chart your your chart is full of superpowers and human design helps you find those superpowers and then really learn to harness them and use them um so it, it was a huge impact on my business and it continues to be and i love being able to read human i could do your chart if you wanted to not during this podcast but later on um and just like try to show you your own design and help you with that as well i would absolutely love that that would be cool because then we can put some of the results in the show notes as well so that people can see see what we came up with and how, how I can implement it. I love it. Yeah, for sure. The next thing I wanted to ask you about is a bit of a creative exercise. So don't think of it necessarily in logical terms. It can be um, completely magical or outside the realm of reality. So the question is, if you were able to transmit a message, a thought, a tool, anything you like to 
billions of people across the world, what would that message be and how would you do that? It could be, you know, skywriting or psychic abilities. It could be through dreams. It could be any way that you like. So again, with my intuition, I'm going to go with what came instantly into my, my heart. Um, instantly I was flooded with the message of slow down and like enjoy life, enjoy the present moment. Um, so I'm going to go with that. And because I have been impacted so much with my dreams in the past, I think it would be cool to impact the world with their dreams as well and hope that they listen to them. <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. And it's definitely a good message for all of us in this fast paced world to take a breath and slow down for a moment here and there. Yeah. 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 I think society tells us we have to go, go, go. We have to reach this milestone by this age or that milestone by that age. And that's not, there's no rules, you know, there's no rules. You don't have to do anything your way. Just figure out what you want to do and live your life. As long as it's not hurting anyone else, that's fine. Yeah, I agree. Is there any message or any requests that you have of the audience? Um, anything that you would like them to check out or do? Um, anything at all? And that can include your websites, any offerings that you have, um, anything at all. Yeah. So if people are interested in learning more about their human design, like I mentioned earlier, you can get your chart for free on my website. Um, and it'll be in the show notes, I'm assuming. Um, but I also offer 75 minute human design readings where we'll go over your entire chart and we'll talk about how to implement that into your life and or business if you're a business owner. Um, so if you're interested in that, I'd highly recommend getting a reading done because as I mentioned, it can be quite confusing and having someone who's an expert guide you through that will cut out a lot of the learning curve, a lot of the figuring things out and, you know, going down that rabbit hole of information. Uh, I also post a lot of free, um, super valuable content on my Instagram. My Instagram handle is at hannah.plord. Um, so you can learn more about human design there as well. Fantastic. I will definitely be following you and checking out your, your tools. I love it. Thank you. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I very much enjoyed speaking with you and I would absolutely love to take you up on um, doing my human design chart. That's very exciting. Yeah, I would love to do that for you. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you again so much. And I hope that the rest of our audience has a beautiful rest of their day and happy dreaming. We are supported by Human Dreaming, the dynamics of dream interpretation by Sunshine Press. The Human Dreaming book can be purchased on Amazon.com, the Barnes & Noble website, or through your local bookstore. For dream share or help with interpretation, please join us at the Human Dreaming Facebook group. You can also find us on Instagram at human underscore dreaming. Thank you for listening and subscribing, and please join us again next week.